I got my counselor certification May of 2020 to be a counselor in public schools. And having been a teacher in Arlington ISD for 24 years, I was ready to be a counselor in Arlington starting the very next school year. However, COVID was still an issue August of 2020, and I made the decision to stay in the classroom and teach third grade one more year. <laughs> May 2021, I was getting concerned as there were no openings for counselor in Arlington. I had already waited the extra year to start a position as a school counselor. Now there were no openings in Arlington and I'm ready to apply. Well, June 2021, I was faced with a decision to branch out to another city or stay in the classroom as a teacher another year. Hmm. Well, July 2021, I accepted a counselor position in a city about 35 to 45 minutes away from my house. I was thrilled about the job. I was thankful, but yet, you know, I was a little bit sad yeah. because it was not in Arlington. I had already worked in Arlington 24 years as a teacher, and I wanted to continue there as a counselor. But this past May, two months ago, I got a text from one of my friends that works in an Arlington school, and she said that they needed a counselor, and she was already telling the teachers about me. Mm. Well, from that text kind of began five or six more weeks of praying and waiting. Welcome to The Testament, a podcast that spotlights the amazing real-life stories of everyday people who've been transformed by their surrender to Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of one of the many miraculous before and after accounts of lives forever changed by encountering the Savior. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Testament. My name is Jeff Keck. And I'm Jess Kirchmeyer, and we're here today with Miss Keisha Vick. Hi, Keisha. Hi, y'all. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. I hope y'all are doing okay. We're good. <laughs> it's hot outside. Yes. Though. Yeah. <clears throat> Why don't you introduce yourself to us? Okay. My name is Keisha Vick, and um, I've been an elementary public school teacher for 27 years, and um, I was an elementary counselor this past school year. Um, I'm married. My husband's name is Todd, and we've been married uh, 25 years. Woohoo! <laughs> nice. I have seven nieces and nephews. Um, I grew up in a Baptist church, but am now a member of a Presbyterian church in Fort Worth. And I'm on the welcome committee at church, mm. and we <laughs> hand out, um, you know, gift bags to visitors. And I love, uh, I enjoy That's talking. That's a perfect job for you. Oh, I love it. I love talking with the visitors each Sunday. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they go home remember with like a memorable Sunday. <laughs> so when is your anniversary? You're 25. Um, November 10th. So that's November to be 25? Or 26. Or 26. I'd have to add it up. You'd have to. <laughs> <laughs> Ish. Well, that's December on me, my 25th. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. So right cool. in there. Awesome. <laughs> so this podcast is all about our testimonies in Jesus. So if you could just share with us a little bit about how you came to know who Jesus is. What was your life like before you met mm -hmm. Jesus? And what has your life been like since? Like, where has he kind of guided you? Okay. Um, well, I attended Tate Springs Baptist Church from an early age, like 
maybe six years old or something. Mm -hmm. And somewhere around eight or nine years old, I received Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. And this was mostly due to the thriving church, you know, and going on Wednesdays and Sundays and hearing God's word preached and Jesus was taught faithfully. Um, I don't really remember a time that I was not in church um, or a time that I wasn't learning about Jesus. Um, But as far as like a a strong relationship with Jesus where I would walk and talk with him, you know, moment by moment, day by day, um, I think that started maybe like my last year in college. Hmm. Um, Now, there wasn't a defining moment or anything that kind of pushed me to wanting that stronger relationship. I think it was just timing, you know, college was winding down. Yeah. So, um, but here is what I really want to share today. The main thing that that I do want to share is that, um, you know, Jesus gives me hope. Um, he is hope. Um, he cares about me and he hears my prayers. And this gives me hope. Each day and each week, whoo, you know, brings a new set of challenges mm-hmm. to each of our lives. And I just feel peace when I open up the Bible and I read God's word. Um, This gives me strength, uh, well, and renewal, just renewal for sure. Um, The joy of the Lord, I hope, shines through me because I am happy. I have all that I need. Um, I can feel the power and the presence of Jesus. I, I just talk to him all day long as if he is literally walking beside me. Um. Something I wanted to say is it makes all the difference in my life as I view Jesus as my friend who I talk to all day long versus maybe another option where I might feel that Jesus is, you know, not in my reach or, you know, I feel distance Mm -hmm. from him or even another option. I feel like I'm disrespecting Jesus, you know, Mm -hmm. to have a more casual relationship. Mm -hmm. So, y'all, I just talk to him all day long as if he is literally walking (laughs) beside me. Oh, oh, oh. And I do want to say for the listeners out there, having a close personal relationship like I'm describing, that does not mean I don't realize and appreciate the majesty and holiness because I I do. Right. So so going back to your story you started with... um, about waiting for and trying to figure out where you were going and, and what was going to happen and all of that. Um, one, I want to hear the end of it. Did you get a job? <laughs> well, yes, yes, okay, okay, I did. Good. good, good. But then also, <clears throat> and like, how did you live during that time? Like periods of waiting are hard. And mm-hmm. so how were you um, walking with the Lord during that time? What did that look like? Um, how did you maintain joy mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. Okay, good questions, because whoo-hoo, waiting is hard. And I do realize that um, my season of waiting was not near as long as some people, you know, are experiencing. Yeah. Um, My prayers were, uh, keep talking to me, God. Uh, Speak loudly to me, Holy Spirit. Speak loudly to me. More than anything, Jesus, I want your plan for me. Uh, Search my heart. Um, those, those were some, some prayers, some verses that I was really quoting daily. I mean, maybe even hourly (laughs) were, um, be still and know that I am God and, um, lean not in your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him. Mm. Now, during this, you know, waiting time, uh, I thought self-talk was very important. So a couple things that 
you know, I said to myself were, I would keep telling myself, God is behind the scenes working on my behalf. He is behind the scenes. You have to be patient. And then the other thing that I kept telling myself is that I have to just keep doing a normal daily routine, embracing each day instead of just sitting at home, you know, wishing my circumstances were different. Um, Now, the last part of your question about maintaining joy. One thing I did is I wrote in a journal for reflection time, just writing out all my blessings um, I sang church songs because I love to sing. <laughs> um, I encouraged friends who were going through a way harder situation than I was. Um, I thought about this. Um, I thought about a God story in my past when God was faithful and man, did I just cling mm-hmm. to that. That's good too because like, like when you're saying, like, it's it's hard to wait. And like, especially when your prayer is, God, I want to know what you want. Mm-hmm. Like, I want, and you're like, why why wouldn't you answer that right mm-hmm. now? Like, I'm, I'm ready. But yes. yeah, so to see where he's been faithful, maybe in a yes. time of waiting before. Yeah. Such a good thing to reflect back to a, a time when God was faithful, either, or if it's to your parents, just some other mm-hmm. time and, and cling to that. And then the other thing I was going to mention about joy is I just got out the book of Psalms, those chapters that praise God. And I just read that out loud over and over and over. Yeah. So you have decided not to have children. How did you make that intentional decision? And um, how did that impact your work as a teacher? All right. Um, In my first year as a teacher, way back 29 years ago, I noticed how much love and passion that I had, you know, Mm -hmm. for the profession. Um, I also noticed (laughs) that it took a lot of time and energy from me. Yeah. So it was then that I I started thinking about my future. Um, I knew I could be in this profession, you know, 30 to 40 years. I knew that. But I didn't think I could be the teacher that I was really wanting to be and hoped to be and then come home to my own personal children. Mm. So a few years later, I met Todd. And when we got serious, I told him what I had been thinking about, you know, not having personal children. Um He was fine with that. And it was a smooth, easy discussion. It just fell fell perfectly. Um, Now, for me, this is just for me. I appreciate how that decision allowed me to come home in the evenings and be rejuvenated, you know, and be ready to love on the children in the classroom the next day. Um, now fast forward to now and I'm starting year 29. Woohoo! <laughs> so I am not tired, y'all. I am not tired at all of this profession. Um, I loved being a teacher and am thrilled to have the honor to be a school counselor this coming year. Hmm. That's good. And yeah, you are like, I feel like you're well known in the, like in the school, my kids went to little and, and, and you were there at that time mm-hmm. and it was, it's really cool to like hear your name being mm-hmm. brought up like even though i knew you having right. other people bring you up your name mm-hmm. and, and just yeah you're an, you're an impactful teacher too yeah, yeah oh thank you thanks um and a lot of that has to do with your joy which is what or where our next question leads mm-hmm. to you and you were talking about it earlier you hope that your joy shines through and it does it's it's there it's um it's very evident how joyful you are and so how 
how one, how are you so joyful? But then also, <laughs> <laughs> what's the secret? What's the what's secret sauce secret? for all the, the rest people of us out are there? dying? What is your secret? <laughs> Um, but but also like what have you seen God do through that joy? Like something that you're passionate about and you're and you're excited for. Like God uses that mm-hmm. um, in big ways. So how have you seen God use your joy? Okay, um, I think the reason that I'm so joyful is because of gratitude. I tend to see all the good things, little things that happen each day as blessings. You know that song, uh, Count Your Many Blessings, Name Them One by One? Mm. Well, I seriously do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess you could say (laughs) keeping an attitude of gratitude contributes to the joy that you see. Um, There is a saying, be the reason that someone smiles today. Mm. I love that. I think people like being around other people who are uplifting and positive and encouraging. Um, I have been blessed with lots of friendships because of this. Um, This leads to discussions where I can mention Jesus in one way or the other. And then through that, um, people have confided in me and they share their prayer requests with me because they're just trying to strengthen their own faith in God. And I'm right there. One thing I love that you did was during uh, 2020 when everyone was stuck at home. And um, it was one of my favorite things. I get on Facebook and I'm scrolling through and I see Keisha and there's a video and she did these cheers. Like recorded herself with these pom-poms. Were you a cheerleader? Mm-hmm. No, I was not, believe it or not. Okay, okay. So she's got these pom-poms and she's just doing these like cheers to encourage the kids mm-hmm. and encourage people. And mm-hmm. that was so cute. Oh, I loved thank that. you. Yes, um, I I am embarrassed to say not being a cheerleader, I think I own three sets of pom-poms at my house. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, so uh, that that's really fun. I'm glad you remember that pom-pom thing. That's That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> it made me laugh. Because at first I was like, oh, is that something like the school is doing? No, no, it's just no, Keisha. Just, it's, just, <laughs> it's just Keisha being, being <laughs> joyful. Ah, that's funny. That's funny. When you're talking about, you know, being joyful and being happy, how... How do you do that whenever things are really hard, when things are going really rough? I mean, because there's like this this aspect of wanting to be real and authentic and and letting mm-hmm. people, you know, people seeing that, hey, you know, just going through a hard time, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like I go through hard times. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you handle that? Um, well, number one, what I do is I get on the phone and I get all my prayer warriors that are surrounding me, mm-hmm. all my friends that, you know, believe in Jesus and the power of intercessory prayer. And I, I get them going on praying for me. And, um, and it goes two ways because they know that, you know, I'm a prayer warrior too. But I, that's number one is I'm like, okay, I've got to tell some people, you know, to pray for me. And, and I think that's important for anybody to do is to surround yourself with a few people that you feel comfortable telling, um, you know, what's going on and that they will start praying for you. Mm. So from 29 years of teaching, uh-huh. so tell me, tell me some things that God has taught you in that 29 years. Well, first of all, teaching in 29 years has changed dramatically, mm-hmm. right? From when you first started to where mm-hmm. it is now, mm-hmm. especially when you look at like politically correct things and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that 
we have to do inside the mm -hmm. classroom or whatever. But, um, you know, what is, what are some of the things, some of the greatest things that God has taught you mm -hmm. as, as a teacher, my, my wife is a teacher, um, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've, mm -hmm. I've, I've known a bunch of teachers mm -hmm. and they all have, you know, something that they can share. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. like, oh, look, here's what God did, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I guess the first thing that I want to say is that when you're thinking about being a teacher is my drive into school every day and my drive into school every day um, is I, I pray, dear Lord, please bless what I say when I say it and how I say it. Mm. And I think that is so important. Bless what I say, when I say it, how I say it. And then I am usually, as well, as you hear, I talk to God all day long. I'm usually talking to him all the way in. So, and there's no kids in my car, so who knows what they <laughs> think on the stoplights. But um, I, I'm just so grateful for the job that I'm just saying, okay, God, I cannot do this job without you. I need your wisdom. I need your discernment. I cannot do this job without you. So those types of things are, are, you know, driving me into the, to the school every day. And then, um, I think, um, as far as in the classroom, um, it, it's very easy to do the job if you love children. Now, I love children and almost every teacher loves children, <laughs> but of course you are gonna have some challenges and some con behavior concerns and things like that. But when you really love the kids, uh, truly love those kids, I think it does make it um, a little bit easier. Funny thing is that I have heard <laughs> that some people uh, don't wanna be a teacher because they don't want to deal with the parents. <laughs> <laughs> they love the kids, but not. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so there go, there is another piece to this. And um, I love people. I genuinely love people. And so I'm one of those people that has to be very careful to remember that not everybody is a hugger and I can't just <laughs> yeah. run up and hug everybody. But um and so um, I would pray for the parents, the parents that I didn't think were making a good connection with me and I couldn't make a good connection with them. You know, I would pray for them and um, find ways to talk uh, with them and, and, you know, say something positive about their kid to try to build the relationship up. But um, there's all kinds of room for God to work in a classroom, all kinds, right there with relationships. Um Boy, was God talking to me a lot about staying humbled. You know, just, you know, one of those prayers, I said, just keep talking to me, God. Please, Holy Spirit, keep talking to me. Um, just to stay humbled. Um, because when you love the kids, it shows. And then you get quite a few compliments. Mm. So that could mess you up when you're getting compliment yeah. after mm -hmm. compliment after compliment. And so I would say, nope, I'm channeling that right up there. It is all you, God, all you, God, all you, God. And um, with the children that were challenging, again, uh, praying for them and you don't give up on them. And um, I just needed God to, you know, work in those relationships. So where I really see, you know, saw him work was just in all the relationships, because as you know, if you don't have the relationships, then it's really hard to teach the academics. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and with 
Did you always want to stay in elementary? You never wanted to mm-hmm. move to high school or middle school or any of that? Correct. correct. Yeah. So I feel like the parents are a huge part of that because they're- Why would anybody want to move to high school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot more different. But yeah. So yeah, your parents are a lot more involved at elementary mm-hmm. age than they mm-hmm. are. In high school, you probably don't even ever would know mm-hmm. parents. Right. <laughs> so unless there's a big issue or something. Right. But yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up about the parents mm-hmm. too, because that's a, a big part of that. Mm-hmm that career okay well Keisha let's play a game okay that sounds fun we're gonna do trivia these are this comes from an article titled the random trivia your family bonding nights need (laughs) so we're gonna pretend to be a family here and uh, have some trivia nights this is great I've got questions and you and Jeff get popcorn yeah popcorn yeah that's on a movie night oh sorry not on this um, and I'll just bounce back and forth between you and Jeff, and we'll okay. see who has the most points at the end. Okay. Which country... Pro- oh, this is for you, Keisha. Let's start okay. with you. Which country produces the most coffee in the world? Um, Colombia. No. Do you have a guess, Jeff? Uh, we go with Haiti. No, it's actually Brazil. Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. (laughs) Sure, sure. Okay, no one gets that point. Makes sense, Brazil. Hmm. All right, Jeff, this one goes to you. What was the first state of the United States? You mean all 13 weren't just there at once? 13 colonies. I don't know. I mean, you don't know. (laughs) This is the second time this week I've seen that this state is the first state. Okay. So I guess they well, put a number on them. Shoot, let's go with uh, Massachusetts. No. Uh, Pennsylvania? <laughs> no. Uh, it is Delaware. Oh, man. I saw that this week also that Delaware is the first state. So I don't know how that worked. Okay. Okay. This goes to you, Keisha. Okay. How much does the Chewbacca costume weigh? Oh. Um. 500 pounds. <laughs> no, that would be so heavy to wear. <laughs> uh, we'll go to 47. No, eight pounds. Uh, the whole Chewbacca costume? That's what it says. Wow. Okay, that's funny. Well, I've also wondered about your sources in the past. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time that I had incorrect sources. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, well, let's answer this one, Jeff. Globe. And Jerusalem are both types of what? Globe uh-huh. and Jerusalem uh-huh. are both types of yep. worlds. <laughs> no. Here, let me give you a hint. It's a type of vegetable. Oh, well, oh. then I have no yeah. clue. We're going to... <laughs> Legumes. I don't know. No. <laughs> Do you have a guess, Keisha? Zucchini or squash? No, they're both types of artichokes. Oh, wow. So, this is a great zero to zero game okay. got going on here. All right, let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> this is what you do with the family if you really want to get the family frustrated at each other. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's someone here I feel like someone should know. Oh, oh that's good. There's hope. <laughs> See, there's hope. That's okay, fine. Keisha. Do you know who starts first in chess? Is it the white team or the black team? Or the white squares or the black squares? Oh. 
White squares or white I mean, white pieces. pieces. I meant pieces. White pieces or the little black pieces. Uh, must be white. Yeah, you're right. Jeff, do you have a guess? Black. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is great. Okay. All right, you got this, Jeff. You ready? We'll see. <laughs> Groups of lions are known as what? A herd. No. Do you know? Pride. Yeah! Ah, looky there. We have a winner. <laughs> All right, Keisha. Kodiak Island is in which U.S. state? Can you give multiple choice? Sure. I totally can. We're going to say your choices are... I'm going to say New York, Hawaii, or Alaska. Hmm. Why don't we go with Alaska? You would be correct. Yay! <laughs> I was trying yes. to think of, I almost yeah. just named random states, and I was like, oh, some of those are going to be like in the middle of the country. <laughs> yeah, there's no islands in Idaho. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, Jeff, name the world's largest ocean. Oh, that's going to have to be, let's see, not that one, not that one, not that one. Pacific. Good job. Yay. Look at that. There's points on the board now. Woohoo! Do you know, being an elementary teacher, you might get this. What did the crocodile swallow in Peter Pan? Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> Do you know? Hook's watch. No. Oh, wait. Would that be the same as alarm clock? Yeah, his clock. His, I think that, 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 oh, okay. that would be Okay, okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that one. <laughs> well, because okay. the alligator keeps going around going, every ticks and talks. Honestly, yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen, like, there's like a whole scene where he's Peter Pan. I don't think I've ever seen it. All right. All right. So we always ask our guests one final question, which is, what is your favorite scripture? And that could be a verse, a chapter, a book, a storyline, a character, something in scripture that continuously comes back and touches your heart. Okay. Um, well, I'm going with Isaiah 41.10. That is my favorite. Do not fear, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you, and I will uphold you with my strong right hand. Um, and some of the uh, translations say strong, victorious hand. But um, And this verse, I love it because it gives hope. It gives hope. Um if and when I'm feeling weak, you know, mentally, spiritually, uh, tired, scared, confused, um, God is there for me. God mm. is there for me. And this verse, it confirms that and it just comforts me. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I like to go through life, uh, you know, picturing Jesus standing next to me, um, a personal friend who I walk with and talk with all day long. Um, so this is a verse where like, I can, I can hear God. I can picture God looking right at me and personally saying, do not fear. I'm with you. I will help you. Um, oh, wow. That just gives me goosebumps. So <laughs> wow, wow, wow. What hope, such hope. Um, I love it, love it, love it. And, and it is also a great verse to share with others when they need to be encouraged. Yeah, that's awesome. So I've known you for like, I don't know, 45 minutes now. Yeah. 
<laughs> Do you get weak, tired, scared, and confused? <laughs> <laughs> Ever? Well, you know, we talked about my uh, season of waiting, which again was not as long as some, mm. but um, I. Uh, I, I really had to do a lot of self-talk and, um, I, but when you're singing songs, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I mean, when you're singing songs, it is kind of hard to get, you know, really yeah. weak and tired. So yeah. I just kept on singing and talking to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I love that, Keisha. Keisha Vick, it was great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank y'all so much. Bless you. Thank you. If you want to know more about who Jesus is, you can go to shockwaveministries.com and click on the gospel message. There you will find scripture references about who Jesus is and the plan of salvation, as well as different resources and references provided by our guests to help you through your walk with Christ. You can also click on the Testament tab where you will find a link to all of our podcasts and see our most recent podcast episodes that have been launched. Also on the Testament tab, you can drop us a line. Let us know what you think, if you have any comments or ideas for us, or point us to someone you think would make a great guest on our show. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Testament podcast. We'll make sure you know when each of our episodes launch and even give you a heads up on what episode is coming up with our feature Friday posts. And if you see myself or Jess out and about, ask us for a business card. That's right. So we printed business cards with a QR code on them that leads your smartphone to our show. So thanks everyone for listening. Bye. Wait, I'm not ready. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You are so bad. Was that the story? Yep, she's yeah. going to go back into it later. Oh, okay. <laughs> this might be a 27-minute episode, but it's a three-hour editing job right here. <laughs> Once I hit this button, that's it, so. Why? Because I turn it off. Because you're not. Ow, Stop doing that. That one hurt. <laughs> uh, sh- um, my turn. Um, sh- I, Stop. Um, Stop. Um, Stop. <laughs> Can I go to the restroom? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought she was-